0: Welcome to Episode 9 of the Wet Bandas Podcast. We're just going to do a really short introduction for this one. If you listened last week, we had Kevin Brennan on from the Fair Weather to talk about... uh, the 90s releases from Oasis, specifically last week we went over Definitely Maybe. And this week Kevin's on with Sam and me again to talk about their their second and, and probably the biggest 90s release, What's the Story Morning Glory, which I reference as maybe uh, a lot of my contemporaries' greatest album of their lifetime, in their opinion. So looking forward to that. I'm just going to say very quickly, make sure to hit us up. On Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Wet Bandits Band. Also, the website is wetbanditsband.com where you can find our shows. And we're very active this summer. So there's a lot of places you can see us. Please, as always, send us your suggestions, your critiques, uh, things you want us to go over on the podcast in the future. So without further ado, let's get into What's the Story Morning Glory? Potentially the greatest album of many of my friends' lives. What's the Story Morning Glory? So, I guess I'll maybe I'll get the ball rolling on this one, because I was the only one in high school when this came out. And so this this one was all about the Wonderwall video, constantly in rotation. So, and that's how I became familiar with them. I wasn't like in love with the song, but it was super popular and everyone knew it. And everyone, this album was really popular, which is weird because definitely maybe wasn't so popular in the U.S. So. It was, it was all the sort of um, enthusiasm about it. it. at least how I remember was drummed up by the music video for uh, for Wonderwall. So um, I think most people my age probably remember it the same way. So when um, what year
1: did what's the story come out? Ninety six. So that and I think so Nirvana. Sam Sam, Kurt Kurt was had been Kurt had done himself off right by then oh uh, i'm trying to think like if it was just like if the reason it became a success in the u.s is because like the grunge scene kind of i don't want to say fizzled out but like it it was there's a huge loss in the grunge community and that kind of you know disenfranchised people to it so maybe a matter of timing and then obviously the fact that wonderwall is just one of those classic songs Mm -hmm. what was it sam Wikipedia says ninety five. Okay.
0: So definitely maybe ninety four. Yeah. And this. Oh dang! They turned it. They turned yeah, turn this Uh huh. Yeah. So okay, a little earlier, depending on when it was released. Then I guess. Um, you still had good grunge stuff coming out right? around that yeah. time too. Melancholy was ninety five or ninety six, I think. So there was still, but there was room for Oasis. Yeah, right. There's sure. something else. Mm-hmm. So, we'll get into where these all stand in relation to each other later. Did you have anything... Was there a certain kind of demographic that went to, like, Oasis? Or was it the kind of same grunge people? That's such a good... That's a great question because I don't know the answer, but my interpretation is that part of their path to success is they're accessible to everyone. Uh, They're really, like... You know, people... Kids like me who loved... Nirvana and Pearl Jam or whatever could also dig Oasis yeah. it wasn't like you were listening to some like it wasn't the same thing as um, Natalie Imbruglia you know yeah. it was also <laughs> I guess gonna be famous if she wasn't yet
1: yeah. that's the next podcast topic yeah <laughs> the, um, one, the one video yeah she lied to us about lying naked on the floor <laughs> she never got <laughs> Well, what about you? What do you
0: think? Did you have anything about uh, the you In general,
1: to say? I mean, I go back and forth all the time on if I like this more than definitely, maybe. Yeah. Um, obviously, this has kind of solidified their status as one of the biggest rock bands in the world for good and, and bad reasons. Mm-hmm. I mean, it also, I think, was what led to the egos. The, the interesting tidbit I do have um, after... Noel realized his, his songwriting was good uh, him and Liam I guess got in a fist fight recording this and, mm. in the studio because he said he wanted to record the vocals on either Wonderwall or Don't Look Back in Anger and then Liam was like alright fuck off I'll do what I want and then he recorded I think it took him like three takes to record Wonderwall and, and Noel was like I'm not touching that but then he's like, I'm, he's like fuck off I'm recording Don't Look Back in Anger vocals now and then apparently, like, Liam went up off to a pub, came back, like, heard it, and was just pissed, and they got in a fist fight, but ah. Noel stuck to his grounds. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, it's a highlight of the album, um, because For it's the sure. first time you really actually hear hear him, and he's got a great voice, too. It's completely yes. different. Yeah, completely very different. And um, very good. But you can tell, like, where... The, I mean, he emotes... I mean, Liam's got the attitude, but... Uh, I thought that was kind of an interesting dynamic for him to start kind of doing his own thing. Yeah. Um, but also, I think that was kind of, this is where the ego started Sure. showing up. Mm-hmm. The money and everything, started it started changing things a bit, um, and I know that Noel wrote some Pretty sad B sides about like wanting to kill himself. Oh really? And talk tonight is about. Oh yeah, about I remember that song. was recorded around this time. Yeah. It's a great song, but it's very dark. I had forgotten about talk. It's tonight. Very dark, um, and it's based on a true story. They were touring, and and he was close to some girl he had hooked up with in San Francisco, and just hit happened to hit her up, and like he went after a gig, like he he told the band to screw off, and like went after a gig, and like hung out with her all all night. So she could talk to him, so he could prevent himself from doing something like awful to himself. Mm. So like, while the album is, I don't, I don't want to say it's uplifting because there's, there's, you know, they all have their edges to them. Sure. Like, as popular as it was, it's interesting to know there's so much turmoil kind of going on. But at the same time, the album contributed to it. Yeah. Just due to its kind of success alone. So. Mm -hmm. Bands, man, just (laughs) never. Bands with (laughs) brothers. Bands with brothers. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah, I had forgotten about Talk Tonight completely. You you brought up Noel singing, and I can I guess I'll talk about it now, because I like Magic Pie, but it's not like a significant song for me on Be Here Now <clears throat> that he sings on. Uh, but he sings Don't Look Back at Anger, which is awesome, and then he sings two songs on Standing on the Shoulders of Giants, which is like 2001, and they're easily the best songs on that album. So... What songs I, are those again? It's track 7 and track 8 I can't remember what they're called okay. off the top of my head But
1: Because one of my favorite Oasis songs is Little by Little Which yeah. is on Heathen Chemistry And okay. he, he sings the whole thing Yeah. Um, and then I, I saw Noel In the High Flying Birds At Newport It was what? Four or five months ago And, yeah. and he sings, he does do Wonderwall Which, which I still got goosebumps uh-huh. Because I would never heard any I would never heard it out live in that regard and then he does... He did a, Don't Look Back in Anger, but it was like a stripped-down, kind of acoustic okay. version, kind of countryish. and I was like, meh. Eh. But just being able to see him in that regard was cool. Well, that's what I was going to say, is that I was one of those people who was just like, "No,
0: just do it on your own, man. Oh, really? Like, I like your voices better. Now, I also understand that there's something to be said for um, just getting a little taste. You know, I, I'm not sure that I would, like... Noel to sing every song on all the Oasis
1: mm-hmm. albums,
0: but and Liam certainly brings the <coughs> attitude. It's sure,
1: life like perspective. he's a bit. It's just all over the place too. Uh, yeah. I mean, you can. He, I, I liked his voice a lot before he got heavy into the drugs. Yeah. Uh, you can tell it. I mean, by being here now, he's got quite a rasp.
0: Yes, got quite the right I was actually We'll talk I'll mention it now since you just mentioned it it'll be more and I don't know I'm gonna do this somehow in the production part. There's no way we can do it, but I was listening to some of Be here now, and I thought. If you played just a little clip of that vocal line and put it next to a little clip of Brett Scallion's from Fuel, most people would not know the difference, <laughs> and, and Fuel's singer is kind of known for just being yeah. like a yeller, yep. and there are times when I think most people would not be able to tell who's who, uh, so I might put a couple bits in here Ooh. after we're done, just like a single line, because yeah. so, they sound so similar, yeah. um, but anyway, let's, let's roll through songs now. So do you have a best song, Sam, on this one? Don't look back, bro. Yes. Nice. It's I can't
1: argue with it. Mine's under wall And all the roles that lead you there, well while I you sent me these ahead of time but i had forgotten it it that that is so good i mean it's just that's what defined them as a band it's timeless yeah. everyone knows words i yep. learned that when i when i was i mean it just always goes over well and yeah. it's, it's so cliched too like everyone's like if you're at a campfire you're playing wonderwall Dude, uh-huh. everybody will come though <laughs> yeah yeah it's got like that it's got the guitar center like Oh, he's playing Freebird. or he's uh-huh. playing, or he's playing "Stairway to Heaven." Like, it's, yeah, it's, t- it's taking on another life form in itself. Yeah, which I think just speaks to the song's accessibility. Yeah, and it's like just so stripped down for Oasis. True, it really is. Which yeah. and you know, most of their songs are pretty layers and layers of guitar. So when you yeah. strip something down, it, it, I think it's unique to begin with. Mm-hmm. And just the fact that it was. I mean it's big of a hit of, You know it's got piano in it There's some There's some light strings And there. <coughs> yep They they took a chance In that way And I mean True. It paid off True um, Mine's What's the story Morning Glory
0: just how it starts out with the
1: um,
0: and it, it just rocks, so I, you know, part of that is probably how old I was when it came out, like, I would, like I mentioned already, like, I was into harder rock bands, and that was the closest thing on this record to, like, a hard rock song, um, I, I actually forced a band to cover it once. That I was in how did that go? Meh. Nah. Uh, they weren't selling it as well No it was yeah maybe mm-hmm. I don't know it's 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 kind of like you just alluded to A lot of Oasis songs have a lot of ground to cover there's a lot of parts and mm-hmm. if you don't have the if you don't mm-hmm. have the instrumentation to cover it all it doesn't sound
1: it the same get a, can, it can get pretty muddled if, mm-hmm. if so no one So how many members are in Oasis? Five? I think it's a pretty standard standard five piece. You got two guitars, um, singer, one no, who doesn't play any instruments, mm-hmm. and then bass and drums. Now I so know there's they, they pull I mean, I guess Liam plays a tambourine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> certainly makes a point of that. Do
0: you um do you know, Kevin? I know that their drummer had there's been turnover at least with their drummer since they started. Mm-hmm. Are the guitar player and the bass player the same guys that
1: they've I had know. for no, no, the, no, I, I, I always I guess, assumed not I think the bass player quit uh, For Be Here Now Because he was just over mm-hmm. Over the, the, fu- the infighting Yeah um, And I can't imagine that they've kept The same guys just knowing how difficult It would be to work yeah. with the Liam brothers mm-hmm. Or the Gallagher brothers yeah. um, It would surprise me Same I'm sure like the last time they played together They had some some original members Because they're going after that green yeah. Right. 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 That's that's net, and that's another interesting point too. Like whenever Oasis releases an album, you know you're at least getting the Gallagher brothers. Yeah. Um, for as much as they hate each other, like it's not Oasis without them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then everybody else is kind of just ancillary pieces, is this the I one? guess. Sam's handing me a laptop. Oh my gosh.
0: Well, how many? Well, there's. I'm not going to go through all of them, but. There's 30, 30 <laughs> yeah. members
1: since inception.
0: Oh, it actually looks like just two drummers, um, two guitar players besides Noel. Okay. And one bass player. Oh, ah, Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's less than Two I bass players. Sorry. That's not that bad. Nope. It's not as bad as I thought. So, Sam, do you have a worse. Do you have a worst song from this one? You don't have to. No, I don't think so.
1: Okay, either. Kevin. Um, hello. As far as an album opener goes. Yeah. Compared to, like, Rock and Roll Star. Yeah. Again, it's just very repetitive. Yeah. Of course, it doesn't really go anywhere. Um, they even, I think they tease Wonderwall at the start of it. Yeah, and like, they do. Like, it's almost like, don't worry, this song sucks, but this song might be coming. The that's, song funny. That's, the album. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That's so funny. But, like, I didn't understand, like, all of a sudden it just fades out, and then it goes into, like, there's a weird wall start to it. Yeah. And it just doesn't fit. I, yeah. just, I thought if they had opened with roll with it instead it would have been a much stronger opening. Um, I think there is in general I think there is a lot more filler on what's the story filler songs mm-hmm. okay then definitely maybe. okay but I also think their hidden gems are quite good. yeah that's I
0: actually really like hello. Do you um, realize, that's the song yeah. you Sam was playing um, it a little bit. I think it's cool. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you like it kind of doesn't go anywhere. The chorus isn't really anything mm-hmm. to speak of, but I don't know, I think the guitar the... It definitely does
1: have like a uh, rhythm to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's, there's certainly a heavy kind of a heavy lead part to it. Yeah. So I kind of like
0: it. Actually, I think I think my least favorite is this is kind of like blasphemy, but I think it's She's Electric. She's Electric. She's in a family full of eccentrics She's done things I've never expected And I need It reminds me of Dixie's Diner, oh, yeah, which I also sure. don't really like, yeah. and it's like, I don't know, it just bores me, kind of. Yeah. Like It's okay, um, but I'm just bored by it. I, I wish there was more to it than that. It's just kind of... I, I There's something about the lyrics, too, like, especially the part where he's talking about the pregnant girl and she's got a one in the oven and it's got nothing to do with me. It's like, ah. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, you like... shitting all over my <laughs> hidden gem. Shitting <laughs> all over my it's... hidden
1: gem. Oh, well, there it is. There
0: it is. The first Oasis fight. We go of the night. Okay, so you can, let... why don't you start hidden gems? Do you have one, Sam? No. Okay.
1: If I my hidden gem and she's electric. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me why I'm wrong. And why she's electric isn't the worst. The the one thing that Oasis gets a lot is the Beatles comparisons, mm-hmm. um, and I think it's mostly just has to do with the fact that they're one of the biggest British sure British rock bands after them. But I do think like as far as the chord progression and kind of the the hookiness of it, uh-huh. the lyrics are kind of tongue in cheek. I agree. Um, some hit and some are just like all right, we get it. Like you're kind of friends with. This your girlfriend's family, the whole deal. But I just like the upbeatness up to it. Kind of the there's there's yeah. certainly a rhythm to it, um, and then it doesn't have doesn't have distorted guitars, which is nice to see. That's a good point. Because Cast No Shadow is my other one, and that song I, they just do slide guitar on it, uh-huh. and there's no distortion on it at all. Uh-huh. Um, so I liked the fact that. It's it's odd that that I guess they do oh, they do follow each other, they're they're uh, sandwiched by some might say in, in morning glory which are two kind of straight in your face yeah. Rock songs yeah so they do kind of paint a, a weird little end to the album but I just I like it yeah I think also Noel utilizes the utilizes that he does those like callbacks yeah which is interesting yeah syncopation to it mm-hmm yeah.
0: Uh you mentioned mine my hidden gem uh-huh. cast no shadow As he faced the sun he cast no shadow So I I know you at least think I'm not way off base. Mm. It's just... It's a pretty song. Actually, I struggled with Hidden Gems on this one. Yeah. Because you... Kind of like you said, I agree with you. I think this album's kind of a lot of filler. Yep. The hits are really awesome. Mm-hmm. And then the ones that aren't singles are... I don't have a lot to say about any of
1: them, really. I mean, they've got two songs that are just called Untitled. Yeah. Really? Yep. And the, and, and they're, they're just... 40 seconds of kind of guitar stuff.
0: They call it, sometimes you can find them called Swamp Song Mm -hmm. Part, in excerpt part one and part two or something, but they're not really songs, very Tool-esque to call back to our last episode.
1: And then, I mean, Champagne, Supernova, I think I would almost argue is, I think mainstream-wise it's probably more popular than Don't Look Back in Anger i agree i think like uh-huh. people hear it off the bat and i, I agree and i think it is like the one of the their best closers yeah on an album uh-huh. um and i love that song a it's good example like, too of noel using that same
0: box pattern
1: to make oh, something yeah. sound different mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love that band he loves that band. Uh-huh. i can literally, like, uh-huh. literally up and down up and down but um i think that song's great and like a that's one song I've always wanted to cover. It's just like, that's a tough song to pull off. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the fact of the matter is, it's literally like the same chord the whole song. Right. So yeah. that's kind of the genius. Just early. like with a moving bass. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. More yeah. or less. It's, it's all an A, the whole thing, mm-hmm. pretty much. And then, and that's why the Oasis, I mean, they make very simple stuff sound sure. incredible. So yep. that's kind of the, the genius of it, too. Yep.
0: Yep. Well, I don't... I don't really have anything else about that one if we if you how long is champagne supernova Long, yeah but it's not it doesn't it's not, drag yeah exactly it's not like it's not
1: 10 minutes is it's it? not self serving no it's like six minutes there's there's a pretty legitimate breakdown i mean the courses are long too because there's like two pieces too. right and right like the bridge is repeated over and over again uh-huh. um and then it kind of does an outro-y rock thing yeah i can hear um, us that fades out setting up to talk about be here now yeah
0: and that's exactly what we're gonna do uh, that's gonna wrap it up for what's the story morning glory and this week's podcast episode nothing really in there to to um, correct or um fix i guess I mentioned Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness at one point, as we talked about if Grunge was sort of going out at the same time that What's the Story was being released. And they were actually released very close to the same time, both uh, released in October of 95. So not too far off on any of that stuff, at least the factual stuff. The opinion stuff, of course, is up for debate, so... Remember, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Wet Bandits Band is the handle, wetbanditsband.com. Check us out, and next week we'll wrap up the Oasis Talk with our uh, sort of look at Be Here Now, and we'll do our sort of summary of the three albums in their entirety. We'll see you next time. Get wet.